It's a partnership between Comfort 95.1 FM and the Nigeria Correctional Service, formerly known as the Nigeria Prison Service. Every day for every Tuesday, yeah, every Tuesday. we come here from half past nine to um, educate people on the correct life. Of course, how to avoid getting into the custodial centers, as they are now called, and um, what the correctional service is doing as well to cater to those inmates in these custodial centers. And, uh, of course, talk about the well-being and generally, you know, that correct life. If we can do our bit right here to stop you from getting to those correctional services uh, centers, would not see congestion, would not, you know, the, the government would spend less money taking care of people uh, right there. And that money can be channeled into something else. Right, today we're talking about education in custody. An interesting one. Education in custody. And uh, our guests yes, today? Yes, our guest is a very, very... He's a friend of the family, um, a very lively pastor, someone who is very hippie also. I have to mention that. I like the way he converses. It's so Anytime he starts talking to him, I was always laughing to him. <laughs> right. And when we first asked him, Reverend, where you coming for the Potakon boy? We said, no, wahala, we know. Reverend Ephraim Dabi is with us today. Um, thank you so much for joining us. He is the priest in charge of the Methodist Church, Nigeria, Ben Dorstre, my neighbor, um, and um, holds the services there. Sundays, right? Sundays and Wednesdays, I think mm. so. I've seen, I've seen the services hold uh, every time I get to pass by there. Good to see you, Reverend. How are you doing? Oh, well, great. All right. It's nice to be. I here. greet you coronally. I salute you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Um, welcome, Reverend. Um, let me find out. You held church service last Sunday. Yeah, sure. You did. We did. And you do that again next Sunday. Very well. Very well. Yeah. All right. So, what is the church doing about this? Well, um, I want to start by saying that I believe the prelate of our church, of our great church, uh, Dr. Emmanuel Chukemeka Samuel Luce, he yeah. said something. He said, he said we should join faith with him that this stuff will soon be averted. I also believe a lot about um, what our governor said, you know, Dr. Emmanuel. He said something. He said we should go about our normal business. That this thing is not going to happen yet, and you know he. No, oh, you said yet. He may. He may mm. not even come. Mm. You know, I believe him because he's, he doubles as a political leader and a spiritual leader of a state. So when he makes a statement, we should believe him, and we need to believe our leaders. So I believe, and I believe more of the scriptures. That says no evil shall befall us, no plague shall come. Amen. Yeah. I mean, that's the prayer. We're but saying I, amen you, to that. you look at Italy. And you wonder, you know, the Pope, the Pope resides in Italy, even though in the Vatican. Mm. But the Pope resides in Italy, and uh, look, look at what's ravaging Italy. And I'm sure that their leaders, you know, are also very respected. But coronavirus does not respect any leader. No, this is a quite state. This is the only state that is named after the Almighty God, Akwabasibum okay. State. God would always protect His own people. Amen. Mm. Okay. I like that faith. <laughs> Education in custody. Let's go to our main topic for today. Um, yes, I remember that we've talked about, you know, this, that we've touched on this in one of uh, the editions of this program. Uh, tell me how this works, though. Education in t- custody. You're one of the partners of the Correctional Service. Um, how does it work, you know? 
Yeah, sure. A lot of the inmates don't have first school living certificates. All right. Plenty don't have work. And so with, um, we are partnering a work there. We're preparing them to take work. By the time you come in there with no certificate, and we make sure that as you're leaving, you're leaving with um, certificate and very sure that you may not fall back to crime because you have been school. Uh, this uh, dependent on how, how long they're staying. Yeah, sure. We have a whole lot of them there, some 17, some 15 and all of that. Okay, so that certificate would be given. Would it be according to the normal um, curriculum? Yeah, yeah, sure. We've gotten curriculum from Ministry of Education. Mm. We're teaching them. All our teachers, teachers are qualified teachers. Okay, we're preparing them as we speak for uh, the West African examination that's coming forth. Mm. Whenever it's going to come forth. I'm sure it's been postponed. Yeah, okay, due to coronavirus. The pandemic, yeah. Mm. That kind of thing, you know, some sort of better. All right. Okay, still talking about the um, you know education there. Um, what is he like? Is there is he fully? I know they're going to write the exams, but is he fully what people get in schools? What we get? What free people get in schools? Yeah, is sure. that the same thing? Yeah, sure. We have classes. We have classes for the primary section. We have classes for the junior work. We have classes for the you know for the senior work, and uh, we have all our teachers are qualified on voluntary basis. The local government has done well. They've sent some uh, adult education personnel to also assist the female wing. And the inmates are excited. They are receiving their teachings and they're ready to write their exams. All right. So, um, is it compulsory? Do we have, is it mm. compulsory education? No, it's not. It's not. Out there, it's not. It's people that do it's, um, it's voluntary, some sort of. Oh, voluntary? Yes, but you have so many of them who want to be educated. So many of them. So, are. what's the process? You ask them who wants to be educated. Yeah, right? how do you ascertain the people who want the education? Yeah, sure. We're gathered in classes, we have fellowship, and a lot of them are indicated interest, and they actually prove that they're interested. They are committed to it. Very intelligent guys out there. I'm sure you've none of you have been there. No, we haven't been there yet. We're supposed to be there. Uh, we're still waiting for Gwaji to put some things in place, so we'll be there. Please, you need to come. Yes, we, we promise we're going to be Sound there. Sound guys like you, you know. Mm. Mm. I'm sure. All right, some that can be like OEPs like us. I'm telling you, it amazes you, the guys you find there. Amazing. Okay, so um, voluntary education... And then you find out from them, of course, during... You, you mentioned fellowship. Yes, so it starts the, from fellowship. Yes, they have a church. There's a church there. There's a church there. We appeal to them, actually, because, of course, the importance of education cannot be overemphasized. They know. They were out there before they get in there. So they know. And most of them, if they've gotten education, perhaps they wouldn't have taken to the crimes they took to, that mm. took them there. No. So that's the way it is. All right. So you have uh, teachers who volunteer. Yeah, sure. Um, Qualified ones. And where, where are these teachers from? Well, most of them from our church and several other ones from other churches. Just church bees. So basically, teachers are from the church. Yeah, sure. That's okay. professional teachers from the professional church. Professional teachers. Who so give their time for this. Yeah, sure. We have masters. All of them master's degree holders in mm. education. Wow. Yeah. We have my father. There's a lady that's going to teach this morning. She has masters in mathematics. Mm. All right. So it's, it's a more like missionary mm. uh, work. Yeah. Uh, so what is the level of involvement of government now, the correctional service. Well, government is also doing their bit, but you see, it's a partnership thing. We can't allow it for the government alone. Because after all, it's not even... Yeah, what's the level of the involvement? Really? They are involved in provisions, the feeding, the environment, they just make sure the environment is clear. The officers are there working, everybody's working there up and down. So the government is in it. But as far as education is concerned, we're, we're still expecting that they want, they want to partner with us. Mm. But for now, the church 
our church in particular is pioneering it and then that's in Uyo. yes your custodial center we intend to spread it we intend to spread it that's where we need we solicit for the government assistance so that we can't what we are benefiting in your custodial center the people in the Kotek Benekit can also assess okay so this hasn't started in you know that in other other custodies no we've not but then yes it's that kind of expansion by concentration we're concentrating in your first so by the time we turn on the first second set of whatever can you avail us uh, with some statistics you know how many people are in primary how many do we have uh, awaiting um, WAIEC and all that yes we have um, um, WAIEC and the male section will have like 30 okay the female will have like um, 28 precisely that's WAIEC Waiting yes, that's, that's why waiting work and they have the no the primary section so many of them they've never went to school some study school went to crime and stuff so those ones are just there mm. yeah sure so, so for basic just yes basic, basic education yeah basic education and some of them have been work at reading time. and writing reading writing they are some guys they're good guys we've been there we go there every day we have a timetable we're collaborating with the minister of education they've given us um, syllables from walking or walking walking is a big job out there all right, big job. And, um, well, like I said, uh, asked earlier on, it has to be, you know, uh, depend on the length of time. Okay, someone shows interest and starts this, and uh, the next thing is uh, he or she is released, you know, in the process of gaining this education. Well, what happens? Well, that's a challenge. As I speak, I have two persons. Like living, one of them is living with the 31st of this one. The person is crying. He wish you could stay. Crying. <laughs> Yes, he wish he could stay behind <laughs> to finish it. To finish. Oh, well, is there no plan to continue outside? That is what we are also putting in place now because I assured him that it doesn't matter when he gets out, he should come to the church. We're going to see how we can how we can uh, mainstream him, you know, to also write the exams, even if back, going back to custody from outside or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so right for the... But that that's tells an, you how... That's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. So he's going to return to custody. No, not not leaving. Yes, not leaving. In not leaving. For the purposes of the exams. And he would be with the other inmates. Yes, he just come and write exams, and after the exams, exams. He, he goes back home. Hmm. He kind of um, day student, some sort of. Not in living anymore. Okay. Mm. That's uh, that's uh, an interesting one. So there's um, you're com- you are about to have that kind of um, <clears throat> arrangement arrangement yeah. Yeah. now yeah. for about two yes of them that are leaving before the exams comes up. They're leaving before the exams. Yeah. All right. Great. So um, so how what? I mean, of course, the church is in- involved in missionary things, and uh, your church has been involved in a lot of uh, you know issues concerning the correctional service, but. Uh, Where's the motivation coming from? For now, we are still praying. We're still appealing to people. As you speak, we need we have need of desk. We have need of writing materials. We have need of textbooks. And uh, you know, uh, the people are not just forthcoming, but we are hoping, praying, that God will touch their heart to see the need to help with their brothers and sisters out there in incarceration. So uh, now it's just prayers. No work. No. Well, no. We, we. You're not moving out. No. We. No. We. Well. We, or the church can fund it. For now, is that, the is that church is trying, but the church is also limited financially, and uh, not otherwise. We need men like you, men everywhere. You are doing your like part me. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing your part. Thank you. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, to help out. Good contribution. All right. Okay, in case you're just joining us, we are speaking with uh, Reverend Ephraim Darby. He's the priest in charge, Methodist Church, Nigeria. 
Um, Bernadotte Street with Housing Estate. We're discussing education in custody. Um, and yes, we've, we've talked a lot about um, statistics of those who are uh, currently, you know, uh, you know, learning. The ones awaiting the WIKE exams, those in elementary um, standard of, um, you know, school right there at the Uyo Custodial Center. Very amazing indeed. And we've also discussed that education is very important. Uh, probably if they were educated, be you know, they wouldn't have found themselves in the custodial uh, centers as it is right now. Uh, we'll have, give you an opportunity to also um, comment on this one. We're talking education in custody. How important is it? All right. 0818-889-951 and 0906-0008-951. Every Tuesday, like I said earlier, we come here at half past nine to talk about, you know, um, those in the correctional centers and um, discuss about life concerning them. Look at ways that we all we can also um, just um, avoid getting to these correctional centers as well. All right, while we await your calls, once again, 0818-889-951-0906-0008-951. Let's go back to the uh, modalities for these. Uh, the most crucial... Well, every part is very crucial, but the most crucial aspects are the, the teachers. Um, how do you source for them? Well, we make announcements, we um, churches. One of the ways, the last time I came here, about 10 people responded. Mm, okay. Uh, yes, last time we, I was, we asked that if you are there, you don't have a job, you're a graduate, you're you know, education in school, please come and avail yourself. But there's a lot of them intricated interest and they came. Mm. A lot of them came, yes. So that's how the, the pool, you know. We, we basically from churches and um, okay. and, and means like this, and the media like this, yes. Mm. Uh, what's the strength, uh, the the teacher strength now? We have about 12. 12? Yes. Taking um, which subjects? So many subjects. I handle like three. and uh, mm. Yeah, sure, I handle three. Okay, yeah. which... Those? I hold a master's degree in business administration, so I do business business studies, you know, marketing, and all of that. Oh, okay, great. Twelve teachers so far. Um, we have some lawyers amongst us, you know. One barista, mm-hmm. barista Ibong, barista Ibong is doing very well. He's teaching English. He's taking religious studies. Okay. And then they do primary. Yes, the primary. They have a lot of other people. Junior, secondary. Junior, secondary. Yes. And senior. Sec- have we talked about other uh, kind of education, vocational? Yes, we also make sure that they receive some skills, some sort of skill acquisition. Some of them that can't cope educationally, you know, but they're interested in skills. So, so many other people mm. comes around, teach them soap making, teach them chemical bleach stuff, you know, just something for them to fall back on when they eventually will leave. Okay, so, so can we say that right now? Um, now this is the in what um, correctional centers in all of them in Akwaibom or the ones yeah. in New York? No, we are starting in New York. Okay. For now, but we intend to spread. We intend to we intend to go to Kotekwene. We intend to go to Kekunikunikabasi. Wherever we have the cost studies, so we need to go to. But for now, it's you that we're preparing this work. Okay. So do we say that um, we can um, probably say that fifty percent of the what the word does a word for them? Inmates. Inmates, yes. Um, what for inmates? The fifty percent of them can read and write. Plenty. We also have graduates there. 
Oh, that's graduates before yes, graduates they before, came in. Before they came in, yeah. I mean, those who never had education in some form, yeah. and they've gotten education through what you're doing right now, yeah, yeah. so they can read and write. Sure, please. What's the that's success rate? The success rate is very high. About 80% for now. 80? Yeah. Because so many of them can write, can read, and they are very excited about it. it you know. Those ones that refuse education, uh, formal education, because there's also the other one, uh, vocational skills and all that. Uh, do they also refuse that one too? For the vocational skills, is it is it also um, is it mandatory or you know they just uh, you, you know it's a matter of choice actually because oh they also need to yes you choose can. if they want to learn yes because we don't compile people people that are interested you know they will give in their time they will be committed to okay. it. You think that's okay instead of saying you know you you are starting. Um, primary six, we've assessed you. You must go to school. You um, were assessed that I mean, you like can the do basic this, form of education and all that. You, you know, we also do a whole lot of spiritual um, counseling there. So many of them are written off from themselves. For them being there, they just feel everything. The world has rejected them. There's no great for them. So you need to talk them out of that stage to make them now want to be trained. So there are a whole lot of them that not, are not interested. Mm. In anything, development. So you, you don't stuff. instruct them that. Yes, no, no, no. So you allow them. We begin. We talk to them. We pray with them. We counsel them. That that is not the end of life. They can always come out to be this. We tell them of examples. Nelson Mandela mm. was there. This was there. It's not the end of life. That you're here doesn't mean that you won't amount to anything in future. And they begin to come out and they now don't pick interest. So you see, if the work is plain, it's difficult. Well, I, I would like to also ask you. As they study, um, when they have that symptoms, withdrawal symptoms, like what are they really studying for? Like, especially some of them who might feel those who are on lifetime, you know, therefore, um, mm. and say, what am I studying for? What am I using this for? So have you had cases like that? Yes, yes, I have. I have two cases like that. But for now, thank God that the guys have come. They've, they've, they've come out of that. Yes, they've come out of that. They found that themselves. They have breast. I've told them, look, it's not it. After all, the Nigerian government give credits to them. It's giving us, um, you know, the open university stuff scholarship to PhD level so you can be there for the inmates for the inmates right you know so there are opportunities like that so by the time you have your five required credit papers in the WIAC you can now access the university education whatever mm. and you come out there as PhD you never can really tell time will come policies could change government and you, you might be freed you know yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Have the you, you talked about coming out there have you been able and your organization been able to you know talk with the the employers outside what what is the what's the um integration yes integration um process like for them you know they could read and then come out and uh, you know once people find out that they are ex-convicts even with the um, certificate they hold they might not be able to do anything no we also it. we're also appealing to me talking to the people because the sensation is two ways these guys they, they were bad guys they went in there they're corrected and they come out they are as good as any other guy out there so employers shouldn't look back on them or shouldn't take them as as convict those guys are... What are you doing to ensure that employers no, we, shouldn't we, take we, back? We, we, when, we do, when they come out and they are satisfied, when they come out, we now get them together and we are the ones applying for the jobs for themselves. For okay. Them. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll see if we have one, two calls and then wrap it up right here on The Correct Life. Please stay tuned. I'm putting it to make it sense. make it sense. When you want to cook for family and friends, family and friends,
I come for 95.1 FM. We're winding down. We've uh, been very well enlightened right here. Mm. And a very important uh, aspect we talked about was the integration, reintegration. Uh, right after they attain whatever certificates in these uh, correctional centers, the custodial centers, what happens when they come out? With, I don't know if there's someone out there that has had that experience, um, you know, it'll be very good to let us know. Um, you know what that experience is. If you've been in a correctional or you know center and you're out and you're working, uh, let us know as well. If you're an employer, um, let us know why you you know you if you've encountered someone like that before. If he was employed or not. If you're related to anyone who has come out and has found it found it very difficult to get a job, uh, you can help us share that experience as well. But ultimately. Um, is there a legislation that, you know, um, helps avert this from, you know, uh, discriminating against people who have uh, um, gone to prison? Yes, of course, there is. Mm. We, we, we are not supposed to shy away. We have a legislation? I think there is. I'm not too sure. But okay, I yeah, that's something when you're trying to advocate for them to be reintegrated, you need to explore that. Yes, I need, I need, I need to find that out. I don't think there is any law against ex-convict from having paid employment somewhere I don't think so. Mm. Or do you know of any? No, no, well, the not that we know of, but we know of the stigmatization. Stigmatization. Like it's going to be part of your records when you go meet the employer. Would he really, truly want to take you in, knowing your records? No, but your record is past. Please, for God's sake, this is a new person, a reformed well, person. Of That's the job you mm. need to do <laughs> when you're going, uh, teaching them now and sending them through school. Mm. It is your job as well to help yeah, sure. sensitize these people. Now, it's not that we're looking for a legislation that you know, is against ex-convicts. It's the one that supports the employment of ex-convicts. Or, I don't know what they're called now when you go to, would we say an ex... Uh, uh, I think, um, like you said, offenders. Ex offender. Instead of ex-convicts. Yeah, yes, we need to start with using that offenders. Word, yes. yeah, you, so, it's a legislation to support offenders, not the one that, you know, says, is anyone discriminating against them? No. Exactly. So, we need to explore that, right? We will look into it. All right, as always, it's, uh, it's a pleasure having you here, Reverend Ephraim Devi, and uh, wish you all the best in your great work. Thank you. To see how we can. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if you can also um, talk about um, if you're looking for volunteers, people who might actually contribute resources, materials, mm. educational Let's materials. Let's take your contact. How do you get that? So talk about that so people yes, can please. help you. As, as you speak, I said earlier on, um, we need desks, we need writing materials, we need exercise books, we need test books, you know, we need sanitizers, you know. Yeah, you have to say that. <laughs> I thought, uh, uh, yes, uh, I thought I, the blood of Jesus is, uh, no, has saying, covered yeah, everything. You know, to make um, for the. He's not Everybody have the same faith. Faith is in levels. Okay. Uh-huh. But again, if you if you have any of those things and you want to help us, please let me give you my number. Our church is on Ben Udor by the Castle Hotel. But my phone number is 0802-851-9788. And uh, we'll show that those things will be judiciously used. God bless you. God bless you too. Thanks for coming. Thank you for the great work you're doing. I bet you uh, not many persons may want to do that. But thank you and team doing this. Thank you. All right. And uh, God bless you, all of you who have listened today. We, we're living on a spiritual note, you know. Mm.
And please do not discriminate against offenders. Yeah, and we're right? doing this so you stay out of trouble. Mm-hmm. So you don't go in there and become an offender. an offender. That's all. all we right. need to correct you while you listen to us so you don't um, add into... Well, the place is already congested. We don't need more persons there. That's right. We need them out. The Correct Life returns next week, Tuesday. happens 9, but CBF returns next... Tomorrow? What is next? What's your problem with next week? I think I'm, we return. I'm traveling. We need to self-isolate you. We return. I'm traveling now. We return tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, remember, always, always wash your hands. Use sanitizers. Maintain Stay away distance. from. I'm, I'm away from George right now. Social distancing. Social distancing. That's what we are For those of you who don't know what uh, three meters is, so that's... Uh, There's a tip. Use a tape and measure. Use Walk. tape. Or use your feet. Or just go far. Just, just know that somebody has to be far from you. That's what it is. <laughs> so, no no coming close to no toast. No handshaking. No toasting woman this time. Yeah, so, Mbok, if you use, want to do, stay afar. Use phone. <laughs> All right, then. Have a great day. God bless you. Yeah.